and things, books and things, books and things, books and things, books and more things. Welcome back to Books and Things. Why do you always stare at me? I didn't stare at you. Yes, you did. We want to make sure we're on the same page. Are you going to say it? Are you not going to say it with me? We never agreed on it. We don't. We just say it. Yeah. And we complete each other's sentences. (laughs) Sandwiches. Sandwiches. That's what I was thinking. Man. Okay. Missed opportunity. That's fine. Okay, um, how are you? I'm good. You're good? How are Why you? Why are you always staring at me? Because you're right in front of me. Um, I'm okay, to be honest. How was your week? Um, long. Yeah. Very long. It felt really long. And then, um, I got a comment from one of our professors on the thing we turned in on Friday night. Well, I turned it in on Saturday. And it was an actual, like, good comment. And oh. I felt like, oh, like, oh I did it. I am a graduate student. I did something right. It, it felt pretty good. <clears throat> That's awesome. Um, And so, yeah. It, but it, other than that, it's been a long week. And then um, I, I think, well, I apologize to the people that like to follow along and read the books, but mainly like to do it on audio. Because when we picked this book, we did not um, plan in advance. Plan in advance. Like, we were literally recording. We paused. We paused the recording, looked up a book real quick, um, and and picked it. But we didn't realize that it did not have audio. So, for um, our listeners, or like our one fan <laughs> that likes to listen through the audio, we apologize because this one didn't have one. Um, and then to ourselves, because... Right now, with going to school, the times that we listen, that we read, quote unquote, we listen, is when we're driving to work, when we're driving back, back from work, from work, <clears throat> in between work, in between work, like at lunch, or when we're doing, you know, other stuff, so um, cleaning our house or whatever. So it was really hard, yeah, for us to get to this book because I, I literally Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we're doing schoolwork. So then I told myself, okay, I'm going to start reading like Thursday night, which did not happen because you're beat. And then we go to work on Friday. Then I came home and I was beat. So I didn't start until yesterday, Saturday. And I was like trying to speed read through this book. So it's, um, I apologize for my book report. (laughs) I get a, I get a B minus. B minus? You'll see. Okay. I get an F. Uh, (laughs) Why, Judith? (laughs) I didn't read it. <laughs> it's okay. At least I'm honest. Yeah, and that's fine because um, I'm going to tell you about it. <laughs> Yay! It's going to be something new for me. And also, um, I was speed reading, so it was a lot of, it wasn't, like, I would pause at a, like a, at a lot of moments to try and reflect and, you know, like... Think. analyze it yeah think i was just trying to get Through the it. bones of it so that i could come and say that i did it mm-hmm. 
And then somewhere towards the end, Judith's like, okay, I'm coming over to record. And I was like, no, no. And I was like, next page, next page, like just skimming through the words. Um, so, uh, um, and I will say this. When we found out it didn't have audio, we were kind of like, why? Why does this book that I get it? It's not that popular. And so why is it not that popular? And why doesn't it have audio? Like all these mass marketed books now that have audio. But because it's not a super famous author, I mean, it's she's famous in her community, I, I'm sure, but she's not famous as far as, like, mainstream, then she doesn't... But that's, like, where there's a disadvantage because now you have people who, you know, rely on <laughs> me, <laughs> rely on these, like, audiobooks to, you know, read. Yeah. Um, and then they want to learn something new about a different culture, a different community, something yeah. that, you know, we didn't learn in school because I'm pretty sure not a lot of us, like, learned about this in school. Yeah. Now we're at a disadvantage. I mean, I can pick up the book and read it, like, I know I can. Uh, <laughs> but for the time being right now, I can't because there's just too much going on. And then we're going to go to our next book. So yeah, if and when I get to that book, it's not going to be today, tomorrow, or yeah. the next couple of weeks. Yeah, but to if be you honest, had it more accessible, like an audio, then for sure you would have listened to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, and then in the rush of things of trying to get this book done in basically like a day, um, you know, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna YouTube. I'm gonna go on YouTube because in the past, um, like if I want to know more about a book that I want to read, I'll go on. On. To see like about the author, about like not just that, like other people that have read it kind of do what we do, but on <coughs> on YouTube and mm-hmm. they review a book and they'll talk about it. So I was like, "Hi, <coughs> Judith." I don't know why you do that. <laughs> um, I think it's the coughing. Yeah, maybe. Um, so I go on YouTube to kind of like learn a little bit more about it and and then dive into the book if I if I like it or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And again, nothing. There was nothing. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> so, then, <laughs> so then I Googled it. Let me cheat. <laughs> I know. I like, Someone. <laughs> so then I, was, I went on, like, I went on Google. I searched it and everything. Um, and there was finally, like, a, some explanation of what's going on. Because I'm going to start off by saying, um, this is just not, it was not my favorite type of genre i'm gonna put the author aside and everything if i just go based on genre it wasn't my favorite it's contemporary and for me that's hit or miss what's contemporary um how can i explain it so it's more like a everyday life like it's not fantasy it's not um science fiction science fiction it's like kind of like something that can happen okay so it's more like day-to-day life, okay. life, life stories, but it's fiction, so it's not a real, okay. based off of somebody real. Because everything that I read <clears throat> could potentially happen, but it's all fiction. Oh, okay. So um, sometimes that's not my style because it's like a little boring. Mm-hmm. And so it was really, really hard for me to get mm-hmm. into it. And that's where yesterday was tough because like I would read, then I'd just go on my phone and I'd be like, I got to read. So then I'd go back to reading. <laughs> Bruno feels me. It was tough, man. So it was really hard to get started. I want to say like, um, because my Kindle tells me, so like 40% in, so almost halfway through the book did I feel like it started getting a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I just kind of pushed through a little bit and then totally give up at the end. Um, But it was, for me, for the genre, I wouldn't read it again. 
it's just my, not my favorite. Um, and then there was the writing style, which was, um, I read it in an article about it. Um, they mentioned, so it's three point of view, three points of view. One of them is, I'm going to get started. Okay. <laughs> uh, the book that we read, <laughs> Roxanne read. Yes. The Road Back to Sweetgrass by... <clears throat> I know we were like searching okay. for it. L- Linda Lagarde. Linda Lagarde. Yeah. Okay. I know we were Dark searching program. for it. Like we were just like kind of reading the summary. Real quick. Yeah. And that was like the first one that we chose. Yeah. Uh, which this time we're a little bit more prepared. We already know what book we're going to read next. <laughs> but it was funny because like Judith got here. I was like, I'm almost done reading the book. I was trying to power through. And then I just like turned everything off and I said, Judith, I'm just going to wing it, <laughs> which says a lot about our podcast. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so this, uh, um, I found this little piece on, um, it's called, I don't know, journals.kent.ac.uk. And sh- this author, this person says, <laughs> Okay, the narrative shifts among characters, switches between third and first person, then jumps back and forth through time with such grace and power that the readers are never lost. I was lost. (laughs) (laughs) When I read that, I was like, I was like, what? Like, I was lost. Mm -hmm. And um, so that that was really hard for me too. also when when I was reading it. Uh Um, So each chapter has like a name and then it does have a, a year uh-huh so every chapter would switch years in person years and in between uh-huh it would sometimes switch person but it wouldn't tell you wouldn't have like a signal phrase would be like so sometimes i would think i'm reading through someone's perspective and then i would say like dialogue and then goes so and so said and i'd be when did we switch and so it was so hard for me okay. to follow and I think if I had a physical book, because I read through my Kindle, I could have switched, like, I could have looked through the pages real quick, and it would have helped me, but because I was on the Kindle. It's hard to go back. It's hard to go back. <clears throat> so I was, for me, that was a little bit hard. Um, time, not time travel, but, like, time jumps for me, like. Time jumps? Yeah. It has that. to be done right. If not. You can confuse people. You can, yeah. And so like for me. me, that was not my favorite. So. Tell us. Uh, so the road back to Sweetgrass, it basically follows three characters, um, three main characters. Margie, uh, I would say Teresa, but uh, Teresa, I guess in English. And, um, oh, I didn't write her name down. Hold on. Give me a second. I told you I was unprepared. She didn't, this third character didn't come in until um, later. The, Later, yes. So, <clears throat> um, but Margie was the first one. So I'm gonna start with her, but I'm trying to find her name. Uh, Dale Ann. Dale Ann is gonna be the third character. So it starts off in the beginning with, um, it's 2014 and it's Margie. Um, they are located, she lives in Sweetgrass. And basically, the name of sweetgrass is because uh, it's a certain plant that's in the air. Uh, not in the air, but it, it emits a smell that smells sweet, so they call it sweetgrass. Um, 
they there's also another location is the allotment house which is um where margie also lives for a portion of her life and so when she walks she's literally walking the road back to sweetgrass which is her other house so in between those two she's walking back and forth Mm -hmm. um and i might mispronounce this but this is the uh ojabwe tribe i apologize if i totally butchered that and so um it starts off with margie and she makes like some delicious fry bread and it starts off with like some people coming to visit her and they watch how she makes this fry bread because they they everybody else makes it but hers is like the best and so they watch her they even ask for her ingredients and it's like the same thing everybody else is doing but for some reason hers is like the best so they're like what's her secret what is it like you know what why why is hers the best and like you know ours isn't we're making the exact same thing well one part is like she mentions that it's unrequited love like it's that she she lived a hard life and there was somebody she loved that she couldn't have and so that extra like sazon (laughs) that she puts into (laughs) her fry bread is what makes it like the best yeah i believe in that yeah because they like i'm pretty sure two moms my mom and somebody else's mom can cook like the same thing but it just has like for some reason it just has a different flavor yeah it just depends on the person um that would happen a lot to me in starbucks (laughs) people would be like you make the best coffee and i'm like i know thank you and they're like what's your secret i'm like hello seriously uh, i think that's a big part let me make you a coffee alex let me make you a coffee (laughs) <laughs> Alex, I made you a coffee yesterday in the morning. You said it was the best, and it, that's love. Right there. <laughs> 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 coffee off. <laughs> Alejandro. <laughs> I, I do have an advantage. I did work five years at a coffee shop. That's true. I just watched, like, two YouTube videos. And Tommy had to make the French press coffee. <laughs> I love French press. <laughs> okay. Uh, so then we're in... The, these like three ladies that had been watching Margie make the bread, they're like in the beginning of the story and then they're like kind of like leaving and they're like talking crap. Like, oh, why is her bread so good? Mine, blah, 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 blah. And the old lady that's with them was like, well, it's because you guys are jealous. So that's why your guys suck, basically. It's just fun. Yeah. And then um, they were like, did you see how her friend Teresa was there? And she stole Mar- Margie's boyfriend or something like that. And so then I'm like, ooh, ooh. drama. It still wasn't enough to keep me hooked, but it's fine. <laughs> so, Alex, this is why you need your mic. <laughs> so then I, um, I kept reading, and this is where like it would jump, and like I literally have notes where I'm like, uh, Michael and Margie were dating. Then Michael met Teresa. So confused. Now Margie is meeting Michael for the first time? Question mark? Because like, did it jump back in time? Yeah, or, okay. it was. But then, okay, so. Now, after after them, then I think you're also reading through Michael. I don't know. Or it's like through Teresa, but how Michael was doing. They met meeting class. So they're the first ones to go to kind of like a university. Mm-hmm. And they meet there. But Teresa's going to school. Mm-hmm. Margie is working. But mm-hmm. they're friends. Mm-hmm. And then she meets Michael. Michael um, like flirts with her. And she's like, oh, you know, they're flirting. And then Michael says, we'll come back. Um, come meet my dad. Like he, 
lives at this allotment house. And then she was like, wait, but my friend Margie lives in Sweetgrass, which is like down the street from that place or whatever. And so somehow like they all three of them in a trio, they go to this allotment house and they meet Michael's dad. They go and they hunt rabbit. And I know. That's how I felt. Your face is telling me everything. I'm just like, I'm just trying, I'm trying to like. It's really hard. I'm trying to, no, no. I'm just like trying to like, okay, so what's this book about? (laughs) I'm I'm, trying to like. Well, I'm jumping all over the place because that's how I felt. Okay. Okay. So they're at this grandpa's house. Uh, I mean, not the grandpa. I mean, uh, Michael's dad's house. Mm -hmm. And they, um, they're like talking about this fry bread so in the beginning it was a lot about the fry bread so i thought that's what it was going to be about Mm -hmm. and how like how she margie struggled and became really good at it but then it changes so do you like (laughs) symbolism like maybe uh yeah this is where i mean like if i had more more time time. to like analyze it i feel like you could get so much out of this book but that's not what you're getting today you know what we should do (laughs) what (laughs) we should audiobook this book like you me and Alex. <laughs> Alex is Michael. Yeah. I'm Margie. I'm the fry bread. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just put it on YouTube. Yeah. And there you go. Everybody else can use the audio. And there you go. Well, we need permission That's from true. the author. I mean, if we're doing it for free, why not, right? Yeah. Um, oh, look. Actually, <clears throat> I just looked at my notes. Um, I just looked at my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have like three different notes going on. I have a paper one. I have the phone for with like notes, notes, and then I have my Kindle, which I highlighted as I was reading. There you go. Um. So the the part that's the secret is unrequited love, the LaForce family land allotment in Sweetgrass, and not too much sugar when you add a little bit. But without Zoe Washington's grandmother, the three have. Um. The three would have remained unconnected. So basically, when she's at that um, that house, that Michael's dad's house, house, which his name is Zoe Washington. Um, Denzel Washington? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, he could be in the movie, I guess. Um, <laughs> the one that we're making. <laughs> the one that we're making. We're producing Alex's sound editing after we record the <laughs> after we record the audio. Then we produce the movie. <laughs> in your uh, living room <laughs> in the living room everything happens in the living room um but on the way so they like bye everybody they had a rabbit soup and um Teresa had made i know had made um fry bread and so then margie was like i want to learn how to make that so they're leaving it's just margie and Teresa. they're in their car and um she falls asleep and she has this dream margie or margie she has this dream, and it's Michael's grandmother or something mm-hmm. like that. And she's telling her about fry bread and basically how to make it and all this stuff. And so then she wakes up, and she knows how to make it. And that's why that quote says, like, that all of these things were connected by the grandmother in the dream. I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let me go back to my notes. Uh, okay, they call it sweetgrass because you can really smell it all around, but nobody can ever find it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then after that, 
Let's see, let me make sure I'm not skipping anything. <laughs> Look, I literally put the rabbit. <laughs> um, okay, so now I'm I'm I feel like I'm probably skipping a little bit, but it's un it's honestly not that memorable, so we're gonna keep going. <laughs> and this is how a lot of texts got mixed up in the Bible. <laughs> Jesus rose. No, no, no. That doesn't make sense. No, and he rose from the grave. <laughs> Zombie? Um, okay. <clears throat> Thank God okay. for books. <laughs> so then um, now we're going to go with Dill Ann's <clears throat> story because honestly, I think this is like my favorite. Okay. Um, Who is she? Dale Ann is somebody that also lives on the reservation and she's mm -hmm. going to high school and she's like the first one that's going to start to graduate high mm -hmm. school or something like that. Um, they, some, she's in her class and then they basically come in and they take her out and let me go to my thing. And um, they ask her like, what do you want to do after you graduate? She's like, I don't know. And then they were basically like, well, college isn't for everyone, you know, but we can offer you this program. It's called the federal government. Uh, oh no, was offering. Let me go back. Hold on. No. Uh oh yeah. Uh, she was being offered a special program for the American Indian young people, who were students that showed potential, and basically it was a relocation program that would move them, move her from. Um, her which reservation, tribe? which is in, where is it in? I didn't cough now. <coughs> Let me cut that out. Minnesota. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Okay. So they're in Minnesota. Um, it's set in northern Minnesota. And then they're going to move her to Chicago. Okay. And in this, like, she gets housing, all that, and she's going to work as an operator. Um, Yeah, so they're basically, like, relocating her. They're going to give her a job and all of this. Um, So they give her, they put her on a bus to Chicago. Um, And there she meets with, she has roommates. She has, like, three roommates. And whatnot. And this is like 1970 at this point. So um, she's there. And the, 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 the biggest like life-changing thing that happened was um, these girls that she lives with bring over some boys. And they're all like smoking pot and everything. Because it's like the 70s. <laughs> Alex, Alex, are you gasping? <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. And... Um, Um, and so they're all talking about there's going to be a revolution and, you know. A revolution for what? Uh, Peace and love. The revolution is going to break this country's military forces right in half. So because it's around Vietnam time. Yep. Nam. Um, so, you know, they're going through. What, Alex? Oh, he needs a mic. Um, he's our historian, <laughs> on-site historian. <laughs> A commentator. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, they're all being crazy. So then um, 
Dale and she's like, uh, oh, they were one of her friends was one of the roommates was like, hey, can you spot us for some weed? Can you like give us some money? So she goes to her room, and one of the boys follows her, and he's talking to her, and then he basically like kisses her forcefully, and then he he rapes her. Yeah, yeah, fuck that guy. So what she does is like once the guy leaves and he says things to her like, um, oh, you wanted it. Yeah. And and things like um, it, it it's going to be better this way and whatnot. <sighs> and when she yeah, it was really hard to read. Let's just say that. Um, but then what she does is after he he leaves the room. She quickly packs up and she leaves a little note and she goes back home. She's like, peace out. I'm done. Well, when she gets back home, um, everybody, everything goes back to them like, oh, hey, you're back. And they're kind of like, cool, cool with it. But I think it was her mom who was very um, disappointed because she thought like, oh, my daughter's going to accomplish go out and be something have a career which was an operator and do whatever Whatever. like like succeed but then she came back Mm -hmm. um and then it turns out she gets pregnant (sighs) yeah so um she gets pregnant and what they do is they sent her to a convent and it's like in a different reservation or a different part of um duluth or something like that and um they yeah they have she has her baby and then they give it up for adoption and um as she's having the baby she's like oh it hurts and everything and they gas her so she knocks out when she wakes up they tell her oh you had a and then they don't finish sentence so they don't tell her what gender her child what sex it was or anything they kind of just stop that connection and then they also um tied her fallopian tubes so she can't have babies why while she was like half a, like half drugged and everything, they also had her sign a paper that she was having that done. Yeah. So why? Um, did you read it? <laughs> I, Damn it, Roxana! <laughs> I did read it, but it was, um, and I have it highlighted, but I can't find it. I don't know if maybe I didn't highlight the whole thing. Why did I read it? <laughs> it that I mean, there's parts of it that are really good. There's parts that I'm just like I could have done without. Um, um oh look right here so if i go back um and i read you when he goes into her room he he tells her he uh covers her mouth and he says not a sound he whispered not one sound um and then she says how she like focused on a certain like fixture on the wall and she just kept staring at it like the whole time and then and then she she leaves um I'm trying to find it. Sorry guys. This is I don't know how to print my notes from my Kindle. Um Yeah, there was even a, a part where she says Dale Ann, my name, that had become to me synonymous with the darkness of pain and failure. Because she just felt like I had this like opportunity. She, yeah, and then she failed going there. But, I mean, <sighs> honestly, it's not even her fault. It's not her fault. It's not. 
It's just crazy how they um, did all that. Yeah. Um, So they basically give up her baby. Soon later, she meets Margie because everything connects. And the years this way, I wish I had a physical copy. She's then working at like a gas station store Mm -hmm. or something like that. Or it's her parents because Mm -hmm. she's actually a Head Start teacher. She ends up working with kids later. Um, but that same time that Margie had fallen asleep and was dreaming in the car and Teresa was driving, they stopped for gas there at her oh, store okay. and then they met. Okay. So um, then we're just going to go really fast into it. And um, Margie ends up having also a son, like two years or a year after, no, a daughter after um, uh Dale Ann had had a child, and her name is Crystal. Uh huh. But she keeps it, and it's Michael's baby, I believe. Okay. But then Michael like doesn't is not part of their life really. Okay. So somehow then Teresa had dated him after uh, that okay. part confuses me. Okay. Because I then Michael never is mentioned again okay. in the later years. Okay. Irrelevant. Yeah, the the little <clears throat> love triangle that I'm not too interested in. And so then one day. Now we're back, like Crystal's already older. Um, they do, what they do is ricing. And so I had to look up some stuff, like what is an allotment house? Because I, they just kept talking about this allotment house. So I Googled them. And it's a small self-built wooden house that mm-hmm. is built for gardening. Oh, nice. Like a so, greenhouse? Kind, no, 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 because oh, you can live in it. Oh, okay. And so kind of like I would assume like a farming house. Okay. Because then, you know, they do all the stuff outside. But then they do ricing. So I Googled what ricing was. Or by the context of the book. It's they go and they collect rice from the water. You know, when you go on a boat and you, I don't know. Yeah. And so I guess they do that as a community. Oh, cool. So then one day they're going to, they they go, you go out in partners on your boat and you go ricing. And that is actually how Margie had, um, fallen in love with Michael is that they were partners they were partners and they would go and get the rice and it was like a lot of work um and I feel like I skimmed through it a little bit quickly where I missed the part where they must have done it and then she gets pregnant but then later I was like oh she has a baby okay (laughs) how did that happen (laughs) (laughs) um so then uh um now Crystal Margie's daughter is older and this new guy comes and they're all like I'm assuming they're all hanging out. Is it that? Is it? Oh! Dun, dun, dun. So then, um, oh, there's so many characters I forgot to mention. And I'll, I'll do it in a bit. No worries. Um, so this guy comes and he's like, who's everybody from the tribe is like, who's this new guy over here? And he's like, oh, I need a partner. Who needs a partner? I'm available. And then this one lady comes up to him and is like, oh, excuse me, sir. Like, who are you? And he's like, oh, I'm from this place. And my name is Dag. I believe was he, he says, from, was he sent to another tribe or like well when they adopted him they told him like where he was from but they didn't tell him like who his mom, mom or okay. nothing like that um so he claims to be like um a native American yeah of that tribe but he just doesn't no he doesn't have a connection to it mm-hmm. but he, technically by blood he is mm-hmm. so then they're like. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, yeah, I got a permit for ricing, and everybody was just like, ha ha ha, like you know, because if you're born into that and everything, you don't really you need a permit. But he went, he got one, and That's then so cute. They stuck him <clears throat> with Crystal, and 
on the boat, I guess they're talking about it, about how he was adopted, and this is, like, the only information he knows and whatnot. And so I think at one point they're, like, drinking on the boat, and the boat tips over, and all the rice gets lost, and all this stuff is happening. But she basically at the end goes, do you want to find out who your mom is? And he was like, what? So they go to, like, where they can get the records for everything. Then, um, but they need, like, certain permission. Like, they can't just be giving out all this, their birth, his birth certificate mm-hmm. and stuff. There is um, a man named Jack who is now, like, kind of like the chief. An elder. A chief. Um, it turns out Jack was supposed to originally marry Dale Ann. So when they were young, like in the when she's actually in Chicago, he writes to her and he says he had gone to Vietnam and he says, when I come back and when you come back, like we're going to get married. And she was like in love with him. But then with everything that happened to her, she she never wrote back. But then he does come back and he kind of becomes a politician in the in their community. Mm -hmm. But they never like get together. Mm -hmm. And then so they have him kind of like vouch and try to get the information. Mm -hmm. And he looks at the envelope and he's reading it and he connects everything. Like the time this kid was born and on the paper, it said who the father was. It just said um, a college student from Chicago university or something like that. So when he sees that, he sees the kid and then he sees Dale and oh, yeah, so excited. I was so excited. <laughs> face in him that he's just like, he connects everything. Like this is her son. That she, this is why she's she t- talking to me and he sees in the paper like that the, de- technically they don't know the father's name so he kind of because connects she it. didn't know um i want to say she did because she the, in, when i was reading they were talking they the guys had names and stuff okay but she probably didn't want to put it down okay and then um and then it flashes forward so like it never when i was reading it and i could have missed it but it just goes from them finding out and then it's fast forward in the future. So it never gives you a reaction of oh. Dale Ann. Like when she sees her son. That that would have been a like cryworthy moment for me to be like, yeah. oh my gosh, my son. And I would have been like, oh. But then it goes and it turns out him and Crystal get together and she has a baby. Uh-huh. Wow. And that's then, like a lot of time jumping. Yeah. And then and then <clears throat> there's a bunch of stuff at the end that I I, I didn't finish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was that was the gist of it. But there was a lot of jumping back and forth. I think you did good. I think you deserve an A minus. An A minus. Okay, thank you. I'm going to see. I'm going to check my it's notes. It's better than an F. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> true. At least I... At least I <laughs> At least I turned something in, right? Right? Some points better than no points. That's, that's what I say. That's what grad school feels like. Some points are better than no points at this at this, this point. point, yeah. Um, so some of my notes, I just, I literally have random notes. Two points of view, question mark, as more points of view were being introduced. Um, I put kind of hard to follow. Uh, paragraph separation, question mark? Because it was like in my Kindle. I don't know how it looks like in the actual um like paperback it's just doesn't flow like you can kind of see like here yeah um maybe it's different on the book maybe it'll be easy to follow and i just feel like maybe because they're like this this is also sometimes it transitions into a different character and i miss it in your reading because there's no like signal phrase okay or i'm just illiterate um No, Roxana. I had I'm to illiterate. <laughs> I had to start making a character list because there was just so, so many. many characters yeah. introduced. So I have Marjorie, 
uh, Teresa, and then I put like a little note in between them, best friends. Um, the Dion sisters, which were the ones talking shit in the beginning. Um, then you have Michael. Madness. Then you have Crystal, and Crystal is Margie's daughter, but you don't. You, it took me a while to figure that out. And then you have Zoe Washington, which later you find out is Michael's dad. It was just, it was a lot of characters. Um, yeah, that's that's what I have on this book. That's good. I mean, it was good. That's a good review. I was interested. And I was surprised. There was twists and turns. Um, I think for me, um, <clears throat> Dale Ann's story of her, like these people, a government thing coming and being like, hey, here's your opportunity to go to this big city Let's take you away from your environment, culture. your culture. You're going to go. We see that you have the potential to be successful compared to everybody else. And then move them somewhere like a big city. And and something tragic happens and she has to come back. I mean, she could have stayed, but who knows what her life would have been like because she had no support. There's no friendship support. There's no family support. So something tragic like that happens to her and she she comes back home. I think I would have done the same. Yeah. Because there's there was no help. <clears throat> um, there's also a few instances, too, like they mentioned in the book. Um, one time she was in the bus and um, this this older white woman um, says um, she needs to move. I don't want to sit next to her. And the bus driver, and it's actually really good. I highlighted it in my Kindle, but it might take me a while to find it. Um, the bus driver actually says, like, no, ma'am, like, you can sit there. And then she's like, or oh, you can sit at this other empty seat. And then she goes, I can't sit over there either because there's a black man. Oh, my God. And the bus driver was like, these are your two choices or you can get out. And I'm like, woo, you know, because I go bus driver. Yeah. And then um, the black man actually gets up, grab his stuff, and he nods at, you know, the Indian woman, and, and she nods back, and they sit together. And then the white lady gets these two empty seats to herself. I would have not moved. I know, but I know. you think of the time, I think this is, you know, like yeah. 1970. I would have been like, what like, a bitch, sit <laughs> next to me. Ah, I'm all tangled. I'm just going to stop before they <laughs> me regañan. Nope. Yep. <laughs> Shoot it. Um. <laughs> Alex said, "Are you messing up?" And Judith says, "Yep." And I say, "Nope." What, Judith? <laughs> I think you're gonna say, "Yeah." Then we're being honest on this episode. <laughs> if we're being honest, we're exhausted. And do you want to know what I did instead of read the book? <laughs> what did you do instead of read the book? I saw a movie. What movie did you see? Um, it was actually, um, well, it wasn't because I was like, I'm not going to read the books. So I'm going to watch this. <laughs> it was like, I'm getting ready. I don't know what to listen to since I'm not listening to the book. Uh, so I, I watched this movie on Amazon and it's called. Tell me, tell me. Is it good? Um, yes. I, I really personally really enjoyed this movie. It is at Amazon Prime. <laughs> I'm not trying to shop. It is called What Was Ours. Okay. So it's this one. Oh, okay. So it's about um, this tribe, and I totally don't remember where, but here in the United States. Mm -hmm. And basically how they talk about how their artifacts are, like, all of their, like, headdresses and, like, all of their, like, things that they use for rituals and everything mm -hmm. is 
taken from them like as they were kind of like okay so throughout the years obviously like well i don't know if you know this but um a lot of the indian tribes were taken to catholic schools mm-hmm. forced to cut their hair yes forced to use um the united states currency money obviously they didn't mm-hmm. have that money yeah so they would trade a lot of their stuff that they viewed as valuable and would trade them for clothes for food and all of that so there is this um so there's it's based off this one tribe and this guy who goes off to college it comes back and he wants to start this museum mm-hmm. but as he's realizing he goes i made this beautiful museum for my people to come in and learn about their culture because, uh, like, they're saying, like, our culture is dying. Yeah. Because we don't have these artifacts. Um, And he has this beautiful display, room temperature and everything. He, like, studied for it and has everything. Yeah. But they have nothing Yeah, to put out because everything oh is gosh. taken from them from the museums. Yeah. Um, Or, like, they can't find them because they were traded off. And, like... In that reservation, there was a church, mm-hmm. and a lot of the um, a lot of the people from the tribe would go and trade to this um, nun named I forgot her name, but she had this collection of um, of art like their artifacts, like all the stuff that they used for rituals and everything. Mm-hmm. But it was a church, and they had to ask the church to let them borrow <gasps> their stuff to put in their museum. Oh no! And so, like, it's almost like <clears throat> trophies. Like when you conquer something, and you you keep trophies, or like when serial killers kill someone, yeah. and then they keep a little trinket as a trophy. But they were saying like that church really did help them. Um, what, Alex? I mean, <clears throat> colonialism. Am I am I using that correctly? <laughs> Damn it, Christopher Columbus. <laughs> Um, and so, like, the things that she obtained, that none obtained, they were obtained, like, legally, I guess. Yeah. Because they were trade-off, like, you know. Uh-huh, sure. But no, but it's still fucked up. Like, like why not just give it back to them? Like, yeah. Uh, that's like, what really pissed me off. And this off. is, like, currently, right? Yeah, currently. So, like, currently, at this point, and that an apology, in, here's your stuff. And that happened in, like fucking mm, uh-huh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> when the pictures were still black and white <laughs> okay we are not so accurate here <laughs> and so he they apply to go to chicago to go look at what a museum with their artifacts would look like mm-hmm and it's so fucking sad because they go into the museum, like, where they have all this stuff, mm-hmm. and it's just put away. Not on display, not any, like... It, there's nothing, there's, they're not showing it off no, or anything. they have it off in, like, wherever the, f- like, in a storage, mm-hmm. and there's, like... What? <laughs> Wherever the fuck. <laughs> Alex, you need a mic. <laughs> no, this is a two-person podcast. I'm just kidding. I just like like his comments. comments. He needs to have one, so I can listen. So I don't go what. Yeah. <laughs> also, people want to hear what he says. So yeah. I, yeah. So like, 
there's like rows and rows and rows and rows and shelves and shelves and shelves mm-hmm. of like all these artifacts that they don't want to display because they don't know what they're for. And so when the museum thought that they were going to go, they thought that they were going to be like, oh, they're going to tell us about these artifacts and then we can display them. Yeah. But the people or like the Native Americans were like, in their language, they're like, fuck no, we're not going to tell them. Then they're going to try and display it. Yeah. So are they able to get it? So they ask them like, how can we get our artifacts back? Because there's also like, they're the Native Americans are thinking. I'm like, they're like, I don't want to touch some of that because it's if it's a dead man's things, I don't want to touch it because yeah. I can like, mm-hmm. yeah, bad juju. Like they have their own beliefs and all that, so like they don't know what's they want to handle it correctly. They want to handle it correctly, and then like. They're seeing all these artifacts and they're like lighting up, but then they're like crying because they're like, we can't take any of this home. So they go home empty handed because the uh, museum is all like, well, we can work out like a payment plan or something or like a loan. And I'm like, I'm like, this is theirs. Like, yeah. What? I mean, and I get it. Like, I get it. They they were bought. I get it. But like, no. At this point, no. It's not about that anymore. No, it's not. And it's just like so fucking like sad. It's like really like, you know that you know a lot of these people like are wanting this back because they, not that they need it, but they want it to keep their culture, to keep their um, their history history alive. alive. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, and then some of the elders, because a lot of the elders went, because what tradition is, is that the elders then train the younger children mm-hmm. to tell them in story and everything, because they don't have it written in books. Yeah. So, like, all the elders are like, yeah, I remember when I was, like, young, and, like, there was this old man, and he would tell me all these stories. He's like, but I haven't had the opportunity to tell the younger kids, so that story is going to die mm. with me. So sad. So when they were in the museum in Chicago, they were, like, looking through these artifacts, and they were like, oh, yeah, this is for this. And, like, they were just, like, reminiscent, and, like, they knew what they were for. Mm-hmm. But, again, they were, like, saddened because, like, I can't take this, and I yeah. can't explain it to the kids, like, what it is. And then, like, a lot of the artifacts, they were um, sprayed with some, like, pesticide, uh-huh. so they can't take them because the pest- they didn't realize that that pesticide is also dangerous for the people handling them. Oh, my gosh. And so, but then at the end, there's kind of like a silver lining. The church, because the ch- people at church were like, because they have a casino. Uh-huh. Because that's how they were, they obtained some money. Because they fought for that. They're like, yeah. you know what, like, fuck it, give me my fucking casino. Yeah. Um, And so they wanted, they built a museum inside the casino, but the church is like, oh, I don't want to put, give you the artifacts because then people are going to go gambling. Gambling's a sin. Mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> but... It, but they're like, but this is like the only place I can have the museum for yeah. free. Mm-hmm. And so at the end, the church kind of voted and we're like, okay, fine. Like, we'll let you borrow. Oh my gosh. That's so annoying. So one of the kids who did that went back to college and he's getting his like degree in like museum. <laughs> Museum-y? Yeah. Museumsery? <laughs> Museumsery. <laughs> so basically how to like run a museum and take care of like the artifacts and all of that. Yeah. Sure. A curator. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what Alex said. See? That's what, you know, it's good to keep him around, I guess. That's why we didn't fire him. And so that's what I saw. That's good. 
good. Yeah, I was I um since we were like in the topic of this like Native, American. Native Americans and all of that, I was like, oh, yeah. what's on it? Like what's what's um, on? I I think it was last year. I watched um the show on Netflix um Anne with an E. Mm-hmm. And it's like on the Anne of Green Gables stories, and I've never I never read that or Mm-mm. anything like that, but I've heard of it. So it was like one day I was like a bored and I'm like, okay, I'll watch this show. And um, you know, it's about this girl who gets adopted and she's working on this farm and whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but at one point, um, I think it was like the second to last season, she's in the forest, this girl, and she runs into a Native American girl. Mm-hmm. And she becomes friends with her. Mm-hmm. But her adopted parents were like, no, she's a savage and like you can't blah, blah, blah. And she she was such a free spirit that um, she's like, she's my friend. So she would actually go visit their tribe. She They became really close friends. And in the story, in the show, um, this and Native American girl goes to a um, one of these schools. And her parents <clears> like... <throat> We're like, okay, if it's going to give her a better future and all that, go ahead. And they, at that point, they stated that she becomes property of the mm-hmm. government. They're so stolen children. They, that her parents have no rights to her mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. So they take this girl. And this is where, like, this show was, it got to a point where it was dealing with, like, racism, um, other workers that were working on the farm. Oh, okay, cool. I, saw it and i was like mm. no it, it it gets the show ends up getting canceled and this storyline of the native american girl never finishes so oh, it sucks it kind of sucks because yeah. um they show you where they take her and these kids are literally locked up in a church mm-hmm. there's nuns that hit them yep cut their They're hair not, they cut their hair it shows speak their native language it shows them cutting her hair and she's crying oh. Um, well, yeah. they can't talk their own language and when they do they get hit so um, one day I think finally the, the little girl's parents go to um, Anne and her parents and they're like we haven't been able to communicate with our daughter can you help us mm-hmm. so Anne goes and she's like a young girl in the mm-hmm. show she's a young girl so she's naive and she knocks on the door and she's like hey I'm here to see my friend and the nun is like you what are you talking about you can't see her and she's like, yeah, I want to see my friend. And they're trying to look through the window. The girl starts banging on the window, like, save me, basically. And it's really sad because they tell him to leave. And they said that, oh, if you want help, you have to wait for the priest. And he's going to be here in, like, four days. And Anne and her dad are like, we can't stay. So her parents stay in the woods where they can see the church, but they don't want them to be on the church property um, waiting for this priest so that they can talk to him to save their daughter and that the show gets canceled so you never see that storyline of where the parents because they were literally going to just have a little tent in the woods like at the outskirts where they can see it and um, but they, they the show ends so you never know but they show like real like obviously not real but like reenactment for yeah for a for a show um they they get pretty like that's i love it when shows do that i like it when a show makes me uncomfortable yeah it was it was like really real as as to what was happening at the time like 
when you're learning about something and it's an issue, like and if it doesn't make you uncomfortable, then check your privilege. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I was. Uh, that's actually funny that you mentioned that because I follow this uh, Native American on Instagram, and her name is Atia Wood. If you want to follow her on Instagram, she's. I think she's like the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. But that's her. Oh wow, she's and so pretty. I know, and I think she's a singer. Um, uh, I saw a reel about her, and then so funny. <laughs> <laughs> she's based off of Canada, and she's just like very outspoken about her culture and everything, which is like I think amazing. Oh, I'm going to have to check her out. Yeah, she's just, like, amazing. So today she actually posted on her timeline. Um, What is this called? Her uh, story? Yeah. Her story about um, what you just mentioned, about how children were taken. Yeah. And then she posts photos of, oh like, my from the churches <gasps> and what they were forced to do. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And... That that's, was like the saddest That's picture. really sad. And isn't there something, I mean, I could be wrong and I, I'll, I'll have, well, somebody can let us know, mm-hmm. but their hair, growing their hair out was like something of it's, a. It's an extension of their ancestry. Yeah. So, and they're, because following another Native American, he talks about his long hair because they're yeah. trying to promote like, don't be ashamed of your long hair. And they're, they only allowed certain family members to braid their hair mm-hmm. because they're, it's said that like. Um, whoever braids your hair has to have positive thoughts because that's the energy you'll have throughout the day. Oh, that's so beautiful. I'll show you. Like, note. that's a beautiful mentality. Yeah. Like, and so, like, she posted a movie. It's called We Are uh, we, we Were, Were Children. Mm-hmm. She just wrote, like, if you want to learn more, this is a movie to watch to see a traumatic events that took place on, um, at these schools. So the schools lasted until 1996, which is fucking insane. It's, that's sad. Um. And then she just like oh posts more pictures of what was happening. And then she recommended also watching a YouTube video called Stolen Children. Um, residential uh, school survivors speak out. Yeah. Because they are survivors. Like, what's so sad? And like, That's she t- talks sad. about like where it happened, like other places where it happened. And. <sighs> Just so, 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 so. Which actually, Anne of Green Gables is in Canada. Like, it, it's yeah. a story from Canada, so that makes sense. Oh, okay. That, uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is, it's, it's really, like you said, it's an uncomfortable topic, but it needs to be talked about. Most definitely. I, um, in searching for books um, for the next two weeks, because I think we're doing it for two more, right? Yeah. Something like that. Um, I, I found this, uh, person also on YouTube and, um, I was just listening about, um, some books she was talking about. And then she mentioned a two spirit and, and basically in, um, Native Americans, they, they didn't under they didn't have this construct of gender, boys and girls. Um, they were just people, which is so, which we are. And then there was some that were two-spirit, which meant that they had um, 
a more feminine and then a masculine side to them which is just that's beautiful and so they were considered a two-spirit but you you can't call yourself that or call other people that if you're not an indigenous native american so like it doesn't even mean that you're any like non-binary yeah you're not anything it just means like Sometimes you meet a man that is a straight man, but has a lot of feminine qualities to him. And that would be something that's like, oh, he's a two-spirit because he has the qualities of both. Mm -hmm. But overall, they don't, they before pre-colonial times, they didn't have genders. Gender roles. They were just people. Fuck these gender roles. (laughs) If anything, like, I think they were, I don't know, I could be wrong. Weren't they more, isn't it more matriarchal with like, the the woman being I don't know I could be wrong. I don't know I feel like I read that somewhere but I could be I wrong. don't know but it's just it's it was a I was that was like something that stuck with me that she That's was beautiful. saying on YouTube that um they it you know when they were conquered or whatever yeah, when they, they were, were taken um stolen and given all these like ex, like this is what we are and this, this is, is what, what you, you have to follow and and one of you them can't was like have long hair yeah gender. I'm just going to go home and cry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know what? I Hopefully just, things start to change. I hope so. And <clears throat> things turn a little bit more positive now uh, with the first female vice president. Woohoo! I know. My mom called me today and she was like, she's just so beautiful. Uh-huh. Her smile. She it was contagious. It was making me smile, and she her smile is just so beautiful. And I was like, "Mom, we got a first, you know, yeah, woman vice president." So it's awesome, and she's a woman of color, which is amazing. That, I think it's yeah, she's half Indian and black. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, one thing that I I was telling Charles, I was like, I'm glad that things are starting to look up. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on you know who your presidential whatever who you voted preference for preference was <laughs> <laughs> whatever no there's a winner and there's a loser <laughs> <laughs> Alex don't look at me that way <laughs> um, but I was telling Charles I was like it's still kind of sad to me that there were still like half of the country still voting for hate oh yeah and it was divided almost mm-hmm. right down the middle it was so sad just, and that's what I think bums me out a lot. Mm-hmm. But then I also try to look at the positive and I'm like, you know what? Like we, yeah, there are a lot of, like I always tell people like, be that as, as it may, like, yeah, he did win those, those four years fair and square. The last four years. I mean, not by popularity, <clears throat> but okay. But whatever. <laughs> We're not going to go there. Uh, <laughs> But one thing that I will say that he did bring to the light is all the hate and mm-hmm. how un- how divided this country is and how much work we still need. Oh, for sure. And I'm so glad that he, you know, that's the thing that he brought to the table is to kind of open up everyone's eyes and yeah. tell people, hey, racis- racism still exists. Yeah. People are still shit. Yeah. Um, ne- like, we're not, just because slavery is over, or whatever. Yeah, I feel like we got a little comfortable there right yeah, before he like came we along. we can't be complacent and we should always challenge the system and always speak up for others who can't, who don't have, mm-hmm. or they do have a voice, but they can't. They're not being heard, so. Yeah, they're not being heard. That's amplified. Yeah. 
No, I, I like that. I think that's very true. It's a really good point. <sighs> I posted something and then Jessica's like, what does it say? Because it was in Spanish. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I love her. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I was like, damn, I should like really... I forget that some of my friends yeah. don't speak Spanish. So if you post something, you got to post it in English right yeah. after. What yeah. was it? What'd it you was, say? Um, it was just a picture of this like older señor holding uh-huh. up a sign. And it said, um, gracias jóvenes por oh, yeah. alzar sus voces. Com- um, yeah. Like, um, thank you for raising your voices. Something that me and like other people were afraid to do. Yeah. And I'm like. <sighs> Which is true. I think there was also like a map. Um. You know how, like, when you were fo- when you're following the election, and you can look at the map and see like which states are what, which states we're gonna vacation in, <laughs> which ways, so. which states, uh, you know how, like, you know how, sorry, uh, Florida, Mufasa <laughs> says everywhere the light touches is ours. <laughs> it's like everywhere the blue touches is ours. Never go to the red. I was like, <laughs> I'm never living over there. Did you see? I don't know. Uh, you're not in Twitter, but you know how in the Avatar when he. <laughs> When Aang is a fighting lord, um, Zuko? Not Zuko, his dad. What's his name? Alex? No. The Fire Lord, yeah. The Fire Lord. But he doesn't, does he have a name? Yeah, he has a name. Okay, but the Fire Lord, okay. Not Ozai, that was the comet. <laughs> no, 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 the Fire okay. Lord. I know okay, what you're talking Zuko's about. Zuko's dad. Yeah. When he was fighting him, he was taking away his power. You oh, know, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was turning all red. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, at the end, he turns blue. People uh, <laughs> 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 like... Georgia, <laughs> Pennsylvania. <laughs> I love all the memes, man. Uh, these, I think that's what like had me like, <laughs> like up in my spirits. Yeah, because all those fucking memes. Yeah, it was great. Were killing me. Uh, I had so many, so many. Yeah, all oh, those are great. Um, <clears throat> but they were saying, sorry, in the map, if you only counted votes from people that were thirty and under. Almost the whole, almost the whole country is blue. Yeah. So there's still like a, 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 some, you know, <clears throat> hope states in the middle that are red. Yeah. But uh, y- you know, so there is a lot more, I think, kindness coming on from our younger generation, hopefully, um, and that's gonna start to um, diminish some of that hate that we still yeah. have around, which is sad because how can you live being so hateful? all the time how like yeah like how can you judge others and i i get it it's how you were raised but it like one thing i always tell people and like i tell my brother i'm like it's okay to be wrong yeah like i always tell him i was like dude like don't you think i was an ignorant fuck before (laughs) i'm like but it's up to you to kind of like and like especially now like we have all these social media, like yeah. social medias, social medias. <laughs> we have like all this like social media. We have and sources. YouTube. We have Twitter. We have Instagram. Obviously, don't fucking go with the first thing you read. Like yeah. if something intrigues you, you go, you, you research, research, and then you figure it out for yourself. Like yeah. you know if it's true. Like what I really find really cool about um, how I found these indigenous. Um, Native American indigenous people. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to call them. No, you're okay. Fine. Native Americans. <laughs> okay, they say indigenous. So I'm just gonna stick with indigenous. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, like I found them on, um, <clears throat> on Instagram, and they're like voicing up their community, and you know they're mm-hmm. telling all these other Native Americans like, 
it's okay to have long hair. It's okay yeah. if you still do this. Then they go to this, like, thing called a pow- powwow. Yeah. So um, they're like, it's okay to go to a powwow. Like, it's okay to, you know, have your roots. And, like, I follow this other girl who, like, I guess didn't grow up in the reservation. Uh-huh. But she's, like, trying to connect. And then she's like, it's okay if you didn't. Like, if you yeah. want to reconnect with whoever you are, then go for it. So, like, I think that's really cool and, like, empowering mm-hmm. to kind of get up there and, like, be like, hey, you know, it's okay to yeah. be you. And then I, I see that in, like, my maximum, my maximum. <laughs> Your what? <laughs> I'm tired. Your maximum? <laughs> my Mexican community. <laughs> Alex, I'm being bullied. <laughs> like, I know for me growing up, you don't see, like, here in the valley. Mm-hmm. I know you grew up in well, I Lancaster. Live- well, I lived. Her in, address is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I lived in in Pacoima up until I was um, fourteen, mm. and then I moved to Lancaster. Well, Palmdale and then Lancaster, so all same thing. Well, like I know me kind of like growing up, it was more like I went to like Vista Middle School. Mm-hmm. It was like a lot of like you know Mexican communities and all yeah. that. Then I went to Northridge Academy High, which is up in Northridge. And I remember, like, when I would go visit my friends who, like, went to Panorama High. Not that I'm laughing at Panorama High. Um, who went <laughs> to Panorama High or, like, Monroe. And then I would come back. And I do want to say I did get a little bit of a better education mm. in Northridge because it was a small school. Like, mm. classes weren't, like, what they were in or in, like, all these fucking local high schools. Like, Was your high school part of LAUSD or is it like a charter school? I think it was LAUSD. I don't know. Well, I mean, I think charter schools are still part of LAUSD. I think it's a little different. I don't know. But since it was really small, there was, and there was only, I I think, I don't know. Yeah. But I remember like I had like 25 kids in my class compared to, or probably less because my high school class was like three, I don't know, whoever's in my high school too. (laughs) <laughs> i only remember five people <laughs> but it was like really small small community yeah. and i feel like the teachers cared you know there was some that were like yeah who didn't there was one teacher who would talk about his girlfriend all the time in history <laughs> class I'm like, well he's telling you the history of his love life his love life and then i'd be like cool do i get an a yeah, <laughs> um and then kind of going back to like my friends on this side they'd be like why are you whitewashed or like why do you yeah. talk white and i'm like it's not that I talk white. <laughs> it's just that I just, you know. Yeah, you. I don't know. <laughs> no, I get it. Um, when what I. Okay. Huh? Sorry, go for it. What were you saying? What were you saying? You went through something. Well, yeah, when I. Alex is talking shit, you guys. Always talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> he said always. Did you guys hear that? He said always talking shit. <sighs> Alex? We're supposed to be a community? Yes. How, this I'd is love. supposed to be a teamwork experience. Oh, yeah, positive vibes. Positive vibes oh, only positive here vibes. at Books and Things, Inc. Okay. Right. Corporation. TM Corporation. Copyright. LLC. In the house. I don't know. But yeah, when I wasn't, I lived in Pacoima and then I moved to Plankdale. And it's like, when I was in Pacoima, like, everybody in my school was either black or Hispanic. Yeah. Like, honestly. I think when I went to North or just the first time, I saw a lot of white people. <laughs> and I was like, I'm fantasma. <laughs> Alex? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but 
But no. it was it was a culture shock. It, it really was. It, it really was. And it is because <clears throat> I, it, same thing. I was in my middle school. I we never we did not have a white student at mm-hmm. all. And mm-hmm. um, and then I think there was one that came. This one boy came in, and I feel really bad because I think he yeah, wasn't treated well. Oh, yeah, and then he left. Poor Vestito. Um, and then um, and then I moved to Palmdale, and it was like the complete opposite. It was now where where in in my middle school I was like part of the majority. Was that, that when you met Alex? No, I did not. I met Alex after high school. Where did you meet? Oh, at Subway? Yeah. Our, our, our first little jobs, we met there. You know, I saw him, like, cutting the bread. Fresh. He's like, his little hat, his little uniform. In slow motion, you saw him cutting the bread. Yeah, cutting the He's bread. Like, she's like, put that cookie in the oven. <laughs> is that is that what, that was it? That was it? That was it? That was it? Um... Yeah, so it was <laughs> <laughs> now we're, now Alex and I are over here like blushing. Oh. They're giving each other like ojitos. Stop, you guys. That was over nine years ago. Wow. Just on viejos. Yeah, we're old. But uh, yeah, and then so going over there. And I had a friend and a teacher that I was really close to. Who told me, oh, when you go over there, you're going to start talking like a valley girl and all this. And I was like, what is that? And, I talk like a valley and, girl. And like, here I am today. <laughs> so like, here we are. <laughs> um, it, Yeah, it was definitely a culture shock for me. Um, To imagine living in a reservation and then telling you to move to a big city. By yourself. By yourself. Fuck that. No. Yeah. <sighs> it's and, crazy. It, I mean, you look at it now from, like, a child development point of view. Like, when the young kids are taken from their families, that attachment that is broken. And those poor babies. If, and I know for, I feel like those that are resilient succeed even after. But then there's also hundreds of them who Who don't. Don't. And, um... I've heard that there's different communities that, um, of indigenous, indigenous Native Americans that fall into drugs and things like that because there's just no support, em- like emotionally, um, and so it, it's hard. And it's also bringing light to that part of it where there is still reservations and not all of them are doing okay. Mm-hmm. So I think we are still learning. I know for sure I still learn because oh, yeah. I have I have so much to learn. Out of a hundred percent, I'm like one percent in into knowing I feel about like what. I, just everything. Oh yeah, I feel like no. there's so much more that we don't know. And if you think you know everything, you don't. Yeah, please or, don't say that. <laughs> or if you know some things, like educate us. Let us yeah. know. Um, Put it out there. Put it in the content. Do a podcast. Yes. <laughs> Um, and then also, like, email us some stuff. Yeah. If you know, I mean, we have, like, five listeners, and those five listeners I know are not My Native American. <laughs> but if there are some, you know, or you, uh, one of our listeners knows an indigenous person, um, ask yeah, them ask about them. their culture or tell them to ha- tell you a cool story and then send it to us. We'll read it. Like, yeah. we'll put it out there. I don't know. That This can be like any time. It doesn't have to be just yeah. in the month of November because that's when we're trying to read um, Native American authors. But anytime. Yeah. Or send us your stories. Tell us about what happened to you. Yeah. 
We like listening to people's stories. Yeah, we do like to read we them. We like to like read stories like books. And, <laughs> and, and also, if we get like a good accumulation of stories that week, we won't read a book. We'll just oh, read yeah. your send, stories. Send in all your stories. Make them <laughs> fictional. I don't care. Just let me read them. I've thought about that. I was like, what if we do like a section where like a person, like people just write in yeah. a short story that they write based on whatever they want to write, yeah. whether it's fiction, nonfiction. Melissa's ghost story. Uh, a ghost story. <laughs> that one was. Um, you want to write a little love story? Just can't be that long. Make About it like me, five minutes. Just long. tell me how much you love me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then we'll read it because I feel like if we read books, maybe we can like to read some yeah. stuff that people feel like if they want to write. Yeah, it. if you want to share something, just you know, you're we'll, inspired to write a little story. You're we'll inspired to tell us about something that we said, or like you know, it triggered you something. Maybe you're mad at us. Tell us how mad you are. Yes. Yeah, and then, you know, if we're being ignorant, tell us. Because we're learning. I don't we're learning. Know. Yeah. No, no Alex, Alex cannot send anything. Alex, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> He's in a complaint to Alex, HR. <laughs> Alex, do you have... <laughs> he is HR. <laughs> he just emails himself. Dear no, Alex. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. He's Alex when he's working with us. <laughs> when he writes the email, he's writing to Clifton. <laughs> Dear Clifton. <laughs> Alex here <laughs> again. <laughs> Alex, you have no opinions here. Alex, you have opinions. This is my law. I'm just I kidding. I know you He's, have thoughts and he feelings. Has things. <laughs> uh, okay, you want to introduce the book oh, you're yes. gonna do next week? So next week we really googled the crap out of this. <laughs> Made sure this next one has an audiobook. It's just. Not that we're lazy. I swear we're not. I mean, we are, but not. <laughs> it's just easier for us right now through everything that's going on with our lives and schools and stuff and life. Yeah. Um, we wanted to we want to do books that are audible because just more accessible to everybody. Yeah. And so the book, the next book that we're going to read, it's called There There. By Tommy Orange. And, <laughs> yeah, they're there by Tommy Orange. Okay, I'm excited. I I don't remember what it's about. Um, it doesn't say. Don't, don't say. We'll just listen. Um, it doesn't say. I also think what you can do, Judith, because um, you got some recommendations from the indigenous yeah. Instagrammer, um, correct? Yeah, what's her name? I don't remember. I you can um, maybe screenshot like the book she said because they're not she all just, on audio. She just sent me an author. She's a oh f- yeah. Well, maybe we can add it somewhere so people can have like. There's no audio to it, but Tia would. Tia would. Um. Or if we find more, we'll make a little list, <laughs> put a screenshot to it, and then put it on Instagram and Twitter yeah. so other people can have more books to read if they wanna. Um, check them out. It's just for us, not all of them have audio, so we're not gonna be able to get to them. The person who, um, the person she recommended, the author, he actually wrote. His name is. You might know him from this famous book that I can't remember the name. The one about the killer. No. Yeah, him. He also wrote. That one doesn't didn't have audio. No. That one seemed really good. I know. Maybe we'll we'll save that for when we have like winter break. Okay, sure. Uh, we don't have winter break. <laughs> yeah, we do. 
His, well, not for school and not for work, but we have it for school. I feel like if I don't have to. Yeah. If we don't have school. That's one last thing. His name is Sherman Alexi, and he wrote The Lone Ranger and Tonto um, Fist Fight. Okay. Do you know who the Lone Ranger is? No. No. Okay. Never the movie with the lizard or whatever it was. Um, that was Rango. That was Rango. That was Rango. <laughs> Sorry. Do you know you know who the Lone Ranger is, yeah. right? He was like a very didn't hi ho silver. Away. Oh, no. No. Mm-mm. Alex, you want to reconsider was, this marriage? <laughs> was this was this the one that uh, Johnny Depp played? A- uh, yes. Okay, yes. so I kind of remember, but I never. S- did well, you just see that movie? No. I How know. do you know him from? No. Where do you? <laughs> personal. She knows him personally. Personally, <laughs> he knows I know him this. Pers- I've never, I've never heard of it. Pop culture. Oh, oh, well, there's that. There's that. But like from like fucking years ago. Yeah. Like the 50s. yeah. Black and white. Oh no. Nope. No. No. No worries. I'll I'll read it eventually. But yeah, like he's one of the authors of that. Oh, okay. So I just oh, you're interested. Lone Ranger. <laughs> well now I wanna know. Tell me. No, the episode's over. <laughs> no sabes. Well I haven't read this ah, one. No sabe. It's about this like cowboy and this Indian. And okay. they just go off on adventures. Oh, okay. Basically, yeah. Okay. Do you know about it, Alex? He just said the freaking. Okay. What happens yeah. in it? What happens in it? Yeah. Well, he's like a bounty hunter, basically. Uh, horse, which is Come get on the mic. <laughs> okay. They just go on crazy adventures, and then he just uses the Native American to help him track all these people because oh, cool. he has these skills that you nice. know. This cowboy I'll watch doesn't. the movie, and then no. when I get the chance, I'll read the book. Oh, go on YouTube. Okay, I'll do that. Sounds fun. Thank you. <laughs> you don't have to, but you know. I will. I mean, Alex will probably put it on the TV. <laughs> All right, guys. But I, I, that was just like a little fun fact. Like, yeah. he wrote, and he didn't, you know, invent him, but like he wrote yeah. a book about them. And I think th- the book that <clears throat> we wanted to do by him was called um, Indian Killer. Indian Killer. Yeah. yeah. But it's, I couldn't find it on audiobook. So maybe that's one that we'll do later when we don't have school. Yeah. That's fine. We have work, but we don't have school at least. Uh, hey, when we don't have school, I mean, yeah, when we don't have school, we can definitely pick up a book and read. <laughs> that's yeah. when we'll actually pick up a book. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Judith. I am being honest with my, you know, yeah. listeners, my followers. Yeah. It's- I said it at the beginning of this, like, thing. Yeah, and then I we, we got to do some comics. You have to recommend one no, to okay, me. You know what's happening? Okay, we went into October, so we did all these books about yeah. October. Damn it, we could have done a Halloween comic. You have, you knew of one? Yeah. Oh. Missed opportunity. I know, next year, next year. It's really cool, too. Um, then there's, yeah, there's just like so much. Well, okay. in December, I don't know what we're doing, so that could be, we'll just go back into normal. There'll be no themes. No themes. Okay, see? Because... I'm not going to do a Christmas carol or anything like that. that. (laughs) Y'all have seen The Grinch. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A Christmas Story. What is that one called? I don't know. Um, Yeah, we're, you know, because then if we do a Christmas one, we have to do a Hanukkah one. Then we got to do a Kwanzaa Kwanzaa one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we we want to be. We try to be very inclusive, so. But then I, like, I also don't want to read Christmas stories. 
Yeah. Santa comes and, you know, everyone lives happily ever after. You all seen The Nightmare Before That's Christmas. That's not what it says in the Bible, <laughs> Judith. Okay? There's no Santa Claus in the These Bible. damn liberals. <laughs> <clears throat> Alex comes over. Actually, St. Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> was it in the Bible? It wasn't in the Bible. Did you know that uh, it was Coca-Cola who invented Santa Claus? Yeah. The version of Santa Claus, he said. Oh, yeah, Alejandro, you need a mic. Yeah, Alex, I'm tired of repeating whatever yeah, you say so because far I'm going to say it wrong. Yeah, you're so far away today that, like, people can't even hear you. Alex said he's giving us a raise. You guys heard it here first. He is um, giving us from his paycheck, his <laughs> podcast paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> His two cents will be divided into three. <laughs> <clears throat> Alrighty. Yeah, we're good. Hope you liked our rant. Yeah, and my lack there of uh, a book. A book. <laughs> I mean, it was good. It was. I think you got to the point. I think you did what you had to do. Yeah. It, and if it, it was, was hard. And not that the book was hard. It was just hard on our part to do everything that we needed to do and like life and then yeah, yeah trying to balance life and that's you know something that we always said that yeah we'll do better for the next one yeah we'll do better I promise. well <laughs> it'll be judith's turn so <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 so you know what if you don't want to read it don't read it 